Major Mac technological advancements and a new version of macOS are in the not-too-distant future from Apple. We're talking about the Mac and what could happen at WWDC, all in this episode of the Macworld Podcast. Be sure to tune in. Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman Loyola, here with Jason Cross. Good morning. And Michael Simon. Hello, sir. So, after a tremendous couple of years, the Mac cycle has, I guess, kind of hit a lull. Uh, you might even say it's now uh, eerily similar to the pre-M1 days of the Mac. You kind of hit the cycle of incremental, or um, I don't want to say marginal, because that kind of diminishes the advancements that we're getting. The transition as they moved everything to Apple Silicon was exciting, and we got new stuff to go along with that, like new designs for the MacBook Air and Pro, the Mac Studio. And now that those things have happened, we're, we're back on our regular grind of like, well, when's the next chip update? And all it does is make everything 20% faster. Uh, the The next big leap of like, Oh, here's amazing new features they didn't have before, or a, a massive leap in performance or efficiency. Like that doesn't seem to be on the horizon anymore. It seems like we got that. <laughs> Good job. Back to normal, I guess. Back to normal. So it's, uh, it's interesting to compare it to something like the iPhone, which, you know, every single year that's kind of something, you know, new and somewhat monumental needs to come out. But with the Mac, it's a different kind of cadence because like people aren't looking to upgrade every year yeah. so like to, it, like it, it makes sense on, on on one point but it's also like like wildly disappointing on the other end because <laughs> like apple controls all this stuff now and like all right so what's like the, what's the next thing and like it, it, it might not be till 2028 where we see like like a real mac breakthrough it's got so much less surface area in a way because the the iPhones got so many different features, like you've got a camera, you've got all these sensors, you've got, you know, and uh, Macs really don't, like, <laughs> outside of maybe, like, there's the, pr the main, you know, processor GPU stuff, there's the display, and uh, what are they going to do, like, <laughs> after that? Like, well, the webcam's better, you know, there's not, there's not all these other sensors and stuff, Um so many things. That said, there are there's there seems to be some low hanging fruit in terms of like, where's where's my face ID? Like, <laughs> that would that would be cool. So hopefully we'll see some of those things, some of that low hanging fruit come to fruition, or I don't know, get picked or whatever, whatever the metaphor I was trying to carry on. Hopefully that happens at WWDC. Maybe we could start with some of the more recent news. Apparently, Apple is getting ready to release a new MacBook Air. Yeah, the 15-inch the model that we've heard about for a little while now. Um, all signs. It would be shocking if it doesn't appear at WWDC. Like, everyone is like, yeah, this is happening. Stores have it. They're ready to release it. It's ready to go. It'll be available immediately. Probably just a larger screen, based on the rumors. An M2 processor. Same ports and design and you know screen and all that stuff is the 13.6 inch model just uh two inches bigger physically yeah when they say there's two processor options they mean apparently m2 with eight gpu cores or 10 gpu cores it's it's that's your it's not like m2 pro it's just always m2 
Yeah, that's the rumor is that it's it's strictly a consumer machine, even though it's a little bit of a, of a little bit larger screen and larger than the 14 inch Pro, which is interesting. Like that gets into that confusing area again, where it's a larger consumer one. It'll be less expensive, but you're getting more screen. And but this is a better screen, and you got to really explain all those things. <laughs> yeah, so it's basically a bigger version of the current MacBook Air. Yeah, the the biggest one. They've never done anything over 13 they they tried an 11 inch model a bunch of years back that was it was around for i don't know two or three years i think and then they got rid of it this will be the largest consumer laptop since i'm I'm probably wrong here but i want to say the 14 inch ibook from like 2001 or whatever year that was that but they've stuck with that 13 inch size for a long time yeah, and they had the 12-inch MacBook for a while, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. So, they, they've never gone bigger. So, with this new 15-inch MacBook Air, we still have a 13-inch MacBook Pro. I mean, they're different sizes. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, like the old MacBook Pro. Like, who, I, I've, I don't know if anyone's buying that. It's such a strange machine. We said it when they when they updated it last year. And it's the same. It's the same weirdness. So let's assume that this 15-inch MacBook Air costs 1500 bucks, right? That that sounds about right. Uh, yeah, so 12.99 for the MacBook Pro, 11.99 for the for the 13-inch MacBook Air. It's just like, like it doesn't make any sense that it's just sitting there between these two models with offering really nothing. There's nothing other than the touch bar. It's the same processor, this uh, uh, not as good of a display. Same design, all that other stuff. It just it, it it allegedly offers slightly better performance if you're doing things that require it, like you know, like video rendering and stuff like that for for like an hour, where where the where the processor needs to have sustained performance. I don't think anyone's doing that with this machine. It just seems it just seems silly. But there's up there's a report that it's going to get an M3. So like Apple's sticking with it. The 13 inch Pro. Yeah, the Pro. Yeah. It still only has two Thunderbolt ports. It doesn't support the the new MagSafe charging. It doesn't have the SD card slot. It's got those huge bezels around this display and all that stuff. Like it, it is a, a, one of those like who's this for? Like I know there's a big price jump to the 14 inch Pro, which which comes with a bunch of stuff beyond just the processor options. It, it's better display and all this other stuff. You, you got to wonder if there's a 15 inch air. Like already, I don't even know who's buying the 13 inch pro over the 13 inch air. I keep going back to when Steve Jobs came back as CEO, uh, it, when Apple had too many products and it had too many price points and they were pursuing the same strategy. It was a very different Apple. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Apple's a vastly bigger company now than it was then, but they were doing that thing. They like a, it was like a product and a different product for every price point. Uh, and he came in and said, no, 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 we, we need. And he had the, the famous quadrant. Like it has to be these four things like mobile desktop pro consumer. And it kind of, everything kind of fit into those four boxes now it's like like you go to the apple store and it's like all right how much do you have to spend <laughs> and we'll tell you what to buy <laughs> yeah and even then it's like well we have a product that costs we have a product that costs just that and then six other products that you can make cost that depending on what options you get and it's just starting to get confusing and it's not a clear story 
for consumers where you just go like, this is the thing that does this. Now there's like too much do that. So I worry a little bit that they're spreading themselves too thin there. They're just too many irons in the fire. And, and to our point before, you get to be like, well, why is this product sticking around? You can't possibly keep all these products up to date with the latest cool thing. So then you start getting all these products that seem dated and old and um, to be fair, we, we got a little off course here, but that, the, the 13 inch Pro is not being updated at WWDC. <laughs> it's, it's the 15 inch Air that's, that's uh, coming. I was going to s- summarize the MacBook lineup that at WWDC, if we, we probably won't see updates to the Pros. That probably won't happen till the fall. Well, the Pros just happened in Jan, they just got that in January. So they're saying, or that, even a um, year from now, yeah. Yeah, right. It might be next year. The rumors about the 13 inch Pro are an M3 processor. And the rumors about that are now 2024 through to various re- various reasons with production and chips and three nanometer and all that other stuff. So yeah. that might not happen in October. That might be. Uh, I mean, even if year. we were going to get a base M3 sometime this fall, the Pro and Max versions wouldn't be out till next year. So they'd be waiting on all. They'd be waiting on at least that to do these the MacBook Pros anyway. So. But they've never had those updated at the same time for whatever reason. The 13-inch comes out, and then six months later, the 14 and 16-inch come. But again, we we, we digress. <laughs> so that's what will probably happen with the laptop lineup at WDC. Then we come to the desktop lineup. And should I, should I address the elephant in the room? Yeah. Which is the Mac Pro. I mean, that's that's the only elephant in the room. Well, is it even in the room at this point, so <laughs> it's, to speak? It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's peering through the window. <laughs> a, a, any day, I always expect, like, I refresh Apple Newsroom at 9, a, 9 a.m. Eastern and thinking, like, are they going to just <laughs> retire it? Like, is there going to be a, a press release, like, honoring the Mac Pro, like, like they did with the iPod? Because <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. With each passing day, it gets harder and harder to justify whatever the Apple Silicon Mac Pro is going to look like. I do think we'll see it at WWDC, but I don't know what it's how they're going to sell it to me. Or not to me, but to them. All the things that I think people want out of a Mac Pro seem to be not really something they're able to do with Apple Silicon, right? Like you're not going to be able to swap out the CPU or the GPU or the RAM, maybe not even the storage. Like uh, those are those all the so then what do you have PCI Express slots for? I mean, I'm sh- there, there are some people who must need them for something, you know, and that and the whatever drivers and firmware you have needs to be do that. And if, if you don't have that or you don't need that, then just get a Mac Studio. Like, where's our M2 Ultra Mac Studio and just do that? Is it just because you really want internal storage? Like, that's it. <laughs> like, just get an external hard drive with Thunderbolt and you're fine. Maybe there's, and this is super niche, a, a particular encoder card that someone needs that's not ProRes or... I mean, sure, maybe, but do we? Do they need a whole line just to sell to that? Well, that, that's what I mean. It's super niche. <laughs> that's not, yeah. yeah. There, there are niche, like, PCI Express things for broadcast video inputs and stuff like that that I'm sure some people use, but then... Are those going to be compatible with Apple Silicon? Are they going to work? Like, uh, are the people who make those going to make whatever software or firmware updates need to happen to let you use those? Or are you going to be buying new gear? I I just don't know. Like the the circle of people not served by 
Mac Studio, who would be ser- served by a hypothetical Mac Pro that you can't update to CPU or GPU or RAM at all, is really small. Like that's a really small market. It's already a small market, and they're they're making it seems to be really smaller. But maybe they'll shock us. Maybe there will be there will be things that are upgradable about it that we don't expect. I <laughs> I don't think that's probably true, but <laughs> I'd have to assume the ninety percent of the people who have a Mac Pro buy a Mac Pro buy it for the upgradable graphics. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. And RAM. And, right. And, and memory. So, to to offer that with the Apple Silicon requires a complete and utter architectural overhaul of the chip. Just for that small, small market, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, along with that, we might get the M2 Ultra, which we haven't seen yet. So, we got the M2, the M2 Pro, the M2 Max. The M2 Ultra, as it stands, is only in the Mac Studio. If the M3 is coming in within six months or so, you have to assume the M2 Ultra, unless they just skip it altogether, comes soon. If there is a Mac Pro, it's going to have that chip or something like it. At the very least, we might get an M2 Ultra update to the Mac Studio at WWDC, which, as we say, is probably enough for 99.8% of the people who want a Mac Pro. That would let them finally get the Mac Studio off of the M1 line. That's why it's it's stuck on M1 because there is there's an M2 Max. It's in the MacBook, but there's no M2 Ultra yet, and that would let them update that. So we have no idea what they're going to do with high end Mac stuff at WWDC. It's such a strange. Yeah, the, the last so the last few Mac Pros, the eesh, 2019, I want to say the the recent model, the 2013, the trash can one. They were both announced, as well as the iMac Pro. So all those were announced at WWDC. So this is the venue that they would announce it. Yeah, even if it's not coming for a long time, right, right, right. It might not which they have done quite a bit. Sure. Yeah. If we don't see it here, is it going to be another year that we wait? I mean, it's just it's just crazy that it's been it's been so. I mean that that the machine that's available now hasn't been upgraded since 2019, other than some graphics options. The chip is the same. The design is the same. All the ports are the same. And the rumors that we've also heard is that if they're going to make a tower, they're going to use this a similar tower, if not if not the same tower. Yeah, that's what that's what uh, Mark Gurman says. The uh, he's been like like the, the outside at least would be the same, and the inside would fit a different size and shape motherboard and, and I mean, cooling it's just and have stuff. Like, like a ton of space. <laughs> Ton of space, or maybe it's the biggest heat sink we have ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Big old passive heat sink, no, no fans. They'll, they'll call it fanless. It just has a giant <laughs> passive heat sink. It weighs one hundred and fifty pounds. You have to buy your own fan for two hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> so that's the Mac Pro. The iMac, the iMac came out with the M one in twenty twenty one. Uh, uh, March. I should know. April, I reviewed March, it. I think it was, uh, April. April. April 2021. That was yeah. the spring. But it's been so long. I've heard. Yeah, it was a while. Uh, yeah, spring, so it's this- two years old now. So, But the rumor is that that – is that going to get an M3 also? That's what they say. So for, for whatever reason, and I, I this just completely baffles my – or boggles my mind. I don't understand why Apple doesn't just bring everything together, but the iMac is still on an M1. Whereas the the Mac Mini is on an M2, it just it just doesn't make sense to me. 
And the rumors are that Apple is just going to skip the M2 entirely for the iMac and wait for the M3, which is coming out next year. Uh, sometimes they make a bunch of – they re-engineer things in a way that you can't see any difference. But internally, it's much more efficient to manufacture. It's fewer steps and less screws and all that other kind of, you know, that kind of thing. Like maybe that's the goal. Maybe the goal is to make something that, hey, we're going to – let's make up a thing that we can more easily manufacture and update for the next eight years or whatever. The, the, the original, I don't, the, our original design wasn't meeting our goals for that. Let's, let's move forward. I just want a bigger one. I just don't think 24 inches is enough. If you're going to have a display built in, I want 27. That's another rumor that most likely isn't happening for a while is that larger iMac that they discontinued when the Mac Studio came out. That was because I guess it was the studio display was a 27 inch iMac, so to speak. So they, canceled or they discontinued the 27-inch iMac and rumors pop up here and there that say there'll be a 27-inch model, maybe a 29-inch model, maybe a 30-inch model, but I don't think that's going to happen for at least another year, if not longer, or maybe never. Uh, the Mac Mini won't get updated because it just came out. And the Mac Studio... Yeah, that's what we were saying. Maybe the, maybe the Ultra. If, if, it gets, if, if Apple introduces the M2 Ultra, I assume it would get it with the Mac Pro. Makes sense. Although maybe it would want to, Apple would want to purposefully keep some distance between it and the Mac Pro and not give it the M2 Ultra. I don't know. And make the M2 Ultra a Mac Pro only. A Mac Pro thing, yeah. Yeah. Which would be, that would be a, a crappy move, but it, you know, I wouldn't put it past them because it's, if, if it doesn't, if they both have the same chip, like there's very little reason to spend money on the Mac Pro. Um, all these Macs run software. How's that for a segue? Well, <laughs> they segue. do run software. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're expecting to see the next version of Mac OS at WWDC. Um, we don't know what the name is going to be. You know, it'll probably be someplace in California. I think the Vert, was it the Verge? Came out with a list of trademarked Apple trademarked uh california location yeah there's still like t 10 or something locations that it could be parker orlatani on uh twitter listed them so apparently apple trademarked a bunch of california names a while back and the the release of os of mac os always has until now you know kind of pulled from these names so there's a good chance that it's one of these 15 names there were a couple names on that list that I was like, you don't want to name an OS that. Like, I think, was El Diablo one of the names? Oh, yeah, it is. El Diablo, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of, I think it would be awesome. <laughs> I think it would be awesome too, but I wonder if there would even be a trademark uh, infringement there with um, Blizzard on that because they had their game. Oh, no, uh, I think only if they were making a game, right? It, you, you can trade, you can have the same trademarks for different stuff all the time. You know, Del Del Delta faucets and Delta the airline don't have a trademark conflict because they don't make the same thing. They don't make the same thing, but it is software. But you're, you're right. It, one's a game, the other's an operating system. They're different. Apple, Apple got away with using Apple 
they uh, way, way, way back when Apple Records, which is the Beatles, sued Apple over his name. And the idea was that Apple would never get into music. And they, they did. And it didn't matter. <laughs> there's always ways around these things. Yeah. There's always ways around these things. So if um, if Mac OS 14 is, as rumored, more of a maintenance kind of release, the location will be somewhat close to Ventura, uh, similar to the way uh, El Capitan was close to Yosemite. So on this list, based on my uh, very rudimentary map skills, <laughs> uh, 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 Skyline and Rincon, is that how you, how you pronounce it, California people? Yeah, it's Rincon, or, yeah. Yeah, so those are the most likely, it would seem, but, you know. I don't. Skyline sounds good. Rincon does not roll off the tongue. That is neither, not- did, neither does El Capitan, for that matter. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds a little cool, but- you don't want a name where everyone asks, is that how you say it? Like, it's that's not a good thing. Uh, Skyline is, yeah, definitely marketable. That's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's an Apple name. There haven't been any reports of major new features for Mac OS. All the reports we keep seeing are for iOS. We, we don't see anything about Mac OS, really. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I guess the expectation is that it's going to essentially be like iOS, just – a bunch of these sort of nice to have features and interface improvements that people have been asking for and just sort of keeping up with what's happening in iOS, like keeping compatibility with photos and messages and all these apps that exist on all the platforms and work together. The big thing I'm wondering, and they hasn't mentioned it, is that Control Center is getting a big update on iOS. They've made on the Mac a Control Center that kind of looks and works like iOS. So is that is that going to update too, or is or is what we're going to see is, is the iOS control center look more like the Mac one? I, I I really hope that we're not like waiting till next year for the Mac control center to be like the iOS control center. Like I hope the left hand and the right hand at Apple know what each other's doing and are working on this together. That's been a problem in the past. I mean, how long did it take us to get uh, settings? <laughs> and it's still terrible. <laughs> and it's still just not called settings. It's, you know, system settings. System they had to keep settings. system in, in there. Probably see some fine-tuning to stage manager, the stage manager that no one uses. <laughs> There's Well, on the Mac, forget it. I don't even know who's using it on the iPad, but no one's using it on the Mac. I would be shocked if it's 5% of users are using it. Honestly, I don't even know where, like, like I have to, like, look, like, it's, 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 I mean, people have the, they're set in their ways with the Mac. Even if you've never used one before, you know how to use a PC. Like to 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 learn a whole new multitasking. I, I get it for the iPad. I understand it, and I understand its purpose, and I understand how it's going to evolve. I don't know why it's on the Mac. I just don't. It's not necessary. Multitasking on the Mac is is the thing. Like that's what that's the gold standard. There's no reason to to offer this completely different way that's that's less intuitive. Than the thing you've been doing for two decades. Yeah, it almost seems like it just exists because the Mac can run iPad apps, kind of, and they and they want to bring them more together. So they want to make it so that you can have your Mac and maybe have your stage manager set up and just sync it to your to your, to your, your iPad and your Mac. Just have them kind of sync and, and just. But that's certainly not how anyone I know is using any of this stuff. 
Apple will announce it at WWDC, but then it won't get released until the fall. In the past couple of years, macOS has come out a couple of weeks, maybe sometimes. I think last year was even a month after iOS. Um, so I wonder if there's going to be another delay in that. I don't know what the reason. They haven't said the reasoning as to why. The, the Mac, Mac OS generally releases a little bit later. The, the weird one last year was iPad OS also was delayed yeah. to um, October. But yet, yep. uh, the iPhone comes out in September, usually with Apple Watch and the iPad OS. And then the mm-hmm. next month, or, or, or TV OS as well. And then the next month is the iPad. But that, but that also usually coincided with uh, a release of some sort. Last year was the first in many, many years that they haven't released some kind of a new Mac in the fall. There was nothing. We got it in January. I can I can guarantee you it'll be the last thing they talk about, and it'll be about about three minutes, maybe less. Yeah, the last thing before the reality hits it. That'll the that'll good, be like right, the good that'll be the big showstopper. It'll it'll take yeah. half an hour, and it'll be the. Uh, it's been a while since there was much to get excited about over Mac OS. I mean, listen, it's it's still it's still good. There's nothing necessarily wrong with it, but um, Apple has way way higher priorities when it comes to that stuff. They keep doing a Mac. bunch of little things, uh, you know. Honestly, and it, this isn't the kind of thing they would uh, say in the presentation. But if they just fixed up how bad system settings is, that would be <laughs> like it's still missing a ton of stuff from the old <laughs> settings the old uh and and it's missing a bunch of stuff there's things where it's things don't line up and aren't using the same verbiage in different menus and all kinds of mess it, just cleaning all that up and making it all good yeah i don't i don't really notice how bad it is until we do like a how to and i have to show like here it is on 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 Monterey, it's this and then this, and then on Ventura, it's this, 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 this. Click here, this tab, or scroll here, and then it's there. <laughs> right, this radial button, and it's under. Then you press <laughs> this info button. It's just, it really is a mess. Yeah, the info flow is not the hierarchy of info flow is not good. And then there's you, you got weird like this is a slider, and that's a, that thing. And then there's they don't have the little examples of the gestures for the the. Mouse pet, the touchpad, it's not just trackpad. Yeah, just, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, they made a conscious decision to nest a lot of the features. And it almost feels like they made a conscious decision to force you to use the search in system settings to find the settings that you want. Yeah, I mean, th- that, that may be true. And it, it's also like they made a conscious decision to make it kind of like the iPhone. But on the Mac, like there are settings that you need to go to. On the iPhone, like it's it's pretty rare that I have to go into settings for something other than like Bluetooth or Wi-Fi or something. But like on the Mac, it's I, it's a different workflow. So if I'm hunting for some setting that I need, like it's a pain. So somebody needs to sit down and like just, you know, rearrange stuff, fix stuff. I'm actually surprised it hasn't happened already. I, I thought it would happen in like I don't know, thirteen point three or something, where they would say, you know, we've, we've redesigned or or you know fixed this setting or that setting. So I can appreciate that they that they want these things to be familiar to each other. I agree, if you're, right, and, right? And that's I'm I'm on board with that. I just totally. feel yeah. like they're and there's a lot of good articles 
out there just kind of walking through the laundry list of like, why is this this way? Why is that that way? This doesn't work. That doesn't look right. That doesn't, you know, it's just like a whole list of strangeness. I mean, even if you need an article, like we wrote an article when Ventura came in, here's how to find these 10 settings. If you need that, something's wrong. (laughs) That does it for this episode of the Macworld Podcast, episode 840. Thanks to Jason Cross. Thank you. Thanks to Michael Simon. Thank you, sir. And thanks to you, the audience. Thank you for tuning in. You can subscribe to the Macworld Podcast in the podcast app on Spotify or through any other podcast app. If you have any comments or questions, send us an email at podcast at macworld.com or contact us through Twitter, that's at Macworld, or on the Macworld Facebook page. Join us in the next episode of the Macworld Podcast as we talk about the latest in the world of Apple. See you next time.